Uh, it's great to be back after a week. Uh, Carl, Tucker Dixon uh, submitted another video. Oh, I love when he does this that. Week. Yeah. Hey, Just everyone. Tucker Dixon here this week, and I'm a Tuckinator sandwich. Anyways, last week was I Can't Believe Carl Didn't Pick Fauci Week. And I can't believe it. Carl didn't pick Fauci. He picked the man who just wanted to recreate Planet of the Apes for real this time, though. Vinny's creep, on the other hand, was a man who just loved motivational speakers and decided to try to fake it till he made it, but his family just kept getting in the way. I'm on vacation this week, so I really haven't done any research. It was like fake doctor week or something, so I guess I'll just pick Fauci. Anyways, that's all I got for this week. Tucker, <laughs> out. Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Hey, kids. <laughs> Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. I'm your fat host. <laughs> I'm your fat host. Is that what that said? Yeah, I just stole from Ash. <laughs> the worst drop ever. <laughs> I'm your fat host. I'm your fat host, Vinny. Nice to meet you. Glad to have you here. And joining me is stupid Carl. Hey, buddy. What is happening, Vinny Paulina? How you feeling, buddy? Oh, I don't even know. They're filming a movie. Yes. They're filming a movie. It's very obnoxious. And There's a lot of crew around, a lot of signs to be quiet. I'm not good at being quiet, Vinny. They're going to be so mad at That's us. not something I do soon. well. I wonder if they'll put us in the credits. Obnoxious disembodied voice one. Obnoxious disembodied <laughs> voice two. <laughs> It's a hamburger, H-A-M-B-U. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to use my stage name, Artie Fletcher. Perfect. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you, it's great to be back. I have a big announcement. Carl, are you excited? I don't know. What is it? What's our big announcement? The date of the Carl and oh, Vinny roast. Oh, we have a date for the roast. We got the date. We told you we'd tell you this week. Beautiful. It's going to be Saturday. September 17th. Okay. The weather will still be warm in Rochester. It's a lovely time of year. To it visit. is a lovely time of year. It really is quite a lovely time of year. You could bring back some apples. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or you could, you know, not. I don't give a fuck what you do. Just buy a ticket to come to the show. It's going to be a comedy at the Carlson. And we're going to have tickets on sale very soon. And uh, you got plenty of time to plan, folks. Awesome. That'll be fun. All right. Very good. So last week, we did an episode uh, and we both kind of had an argument over. Creepiest the, mad scientist. It was creepiest doctor. Creepiest mad scientist the, for March Madness, everybody. Carl, and I this don't week care. is probably something about uh, Ireland it. or Irish people. I would imagine. No, it's St. About, Patrick's Day. It's about potatoes, Carl. Oh. It's about potatoes. We're going to Idaho today. Okay. But before we do, let's talk about the results from last. Let's week's talk show. about the results from last time. Fifty-three percent go to Carl. Yeah, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Holy shit. Say, I am on a winning streak. This is three in a row. I am leading 3-0 this round of the creep-off. This is exciting stuff. I'm not happy about it. I'm doing well. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about today. that all your creep did 
with stuff that people do on the internet all the time now. Oh, he, made he, didn't, he didn't actually make a monkey army. He didn't genetically splice anything. He just made different animals fuck each other, yeah. which is just kink shaming is what you're doing. Wait, people make different animals fuck each other on the internet all the time? What are you talking Probably, about? Probably, I assume. Probably, I assume. What the fuck? Why? Well, well, you're a little too late for that argument there, Vinny. The, uh, the votes are in, and I am victorious yet again. Should we tell people what this game is that we're playing? We probably should remind everybody. Yeah. Each week, Carl and I are going to nominate a creep in a category. This week's category is Idaho, and we are going to be nominating the biggest creeps from Idaho, and you will be able to vote for whose creep was the creepiest. This yeah. is really who's what Who this brought the biggest to. creep is what you want to vote on Correct. Not, at thecreepoff.com. Not who you think is more handsome. Who you think is more thin? None of that. None of this. Who would be more annoyed if I voted this way is not a good way to vote. It's only about the creep that we brought and the argument that we made. And because Carl won last week, he has three points. Uh, if he gets to five, he will uh, make me spin the awful wheel of consequences. That which... is correct, and I am looking forward to that. So that I, means I, I refuse to do. I refuse to spin the wheel until you do your burger consequence. So, I know. I got to do my burger. So, consequence. dude, here's the thing, man. Like you could win. I refuse. I, I will not spin that goddamn wheel. That's not in the rule book, my friend. Yeah, either is waiting months to do. Your, I know, I'll get to it. Tucker, how do you make how do you make yourself a hamburger? <laughs> Send me a note. Oh, he's on vacation. Go ahead, go your first. Okay. All right, creepiest person in Idaho. In September of 2021, uh, Kamala Harris visited Idaho, and therefore, <laughs> all right, I'm joking. My creep this week is a man named Joseph Edward Duncan III. Are you familiar with this uh, person, Vinny? Yeah, because he was the first result when I Googled Idaho criminals. In 1978, when he was 15 years old, he got started real early, this guy. He raped a nine-year-old boy at gunpoint. How old was he? He was 15. He raped a nine-year-old at gunpoint. Mm. The following year, he was arrested for driving a stolen car. He was sentenced as a juvenile and sent to some boy's ranch in Tacoma where he told a therapist he had bound and sexually assaulted six boys. He also told the therapist that he estimated that he had raped 13 younger boys by the time he was 16 years old. So this guy really likes raping children and got started pretty young at it. In Yeah, that's not a good habit to get into <clears throat> when you're creepy. young. In 1980, Duncan stole a bunch of guns from a neighbor and then abducted a 14-year-old boy and raped him at gunpoint again. Oh. Duncan was sentenced oh. to 20 years in prison for this crime. This was in 1980. He was released on parole in 1994 after serving 14 of the 20 years. He was a good boy in, in jail, apparently. Yeah, well, he didn't have a gun to rape anybody That's with. That's true. That's a good point. So between 1994 and 1997, he murdered Sammy Joe White, 11, and her half-sister, Carmen Kubias, nine. Oh, so he went after girls now? He got out of prison and yep. he got converted? Yep, in Seattle. So they scared him straight? Well, he, he killed these two girls by beating them to death. He also killed Anthony Martinez in Riverside County, California, which we'll get to later. Get to more about that. That's not good. He was not convicted of any of these crimes in those three what years. What do you mean? Well, he, he murdered people and was not convicted. They were but cold did cases. did he go to trial for it? Nope, they were just cold cases. Okay. Gotcha. I'm sorry. You're right. He wasn't charged with the crimes. Right. That's what I should have said. Uh, he was arrested in Missouri and returned to prison in 1997 after violating terms of his parole. And he was released in July of 2000 with time off for good behavior. Real jerk. So he spent most of his adult life in prison. But now in, in the year 2000, he's free 
And in March of 2005, he was charged with the molestation of two boys at a playground in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. So he had five relatively good years. Well, he didn't get caught. So, yeah, there's that. So he was charged with uh, the molestation of these two boys. They set the bail at $15,000. Some idiot helped him post the bail. And Duncan just skipped town. That should be your creep. And headed off to Idaho. And now we get to the part in Idaho. On May 16, 2005, Uh. authorities discovered the bodies of Brenda Grone, 40 years old, her boyfriend Mark McKenzie, 37, and her son Slade Grone in their home along Lake uh, Cordellini. And um, That sounds way too ethnic to be in Idaho. I know. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Why don't you play my video number one where it explains what this guy did. Now, typically, this guy's really into, like, molesting and murdering children, but uh, this time he got the adults involved. On May 16th, 2005, Duncan broke into the Groans' home, tied everyone up, and bludgeoned the mother, Brenda, 39, her boyfriend, Mark McKenzie, 37, and Brenda's son, Slade, 13, with a claw hammer. Duncan took Dylan, nine, and Shasta, eight, somewhere else where he later tortured and molested them. Idaho authorities were stunned by the sight that met them at the grown home. Blood and gore were everywhere. The faces of the victims could hardly be recognized. So he takes, he takes these two kids, puts them in his Jeep, his stolen Jeep, goes into the house, ties everyone up, murders them, gets back in the car, tells the kids what he just did to their family, and says, okay, we're going camping, kids. And they drive off to a campground. And the kids are like, yay! <laughs> we hated mom's boyfriend anyway. So these kids were abducted. This lasted for seven weeks, Holy Vinny. Play by video number two. All right. Duncan took Dylan and Shasta in a stolen Cherokee Jeep. He brought them to the aforementioned campsite. He kept them there for weeks, while forcing them to have sex with him and torturing them. Duncan made a video of his exploits. It was later shown much to the shock of everyone in the courtroom. There revealed the horrific acts he committed on Shasta and Dylan, who at one point forced them to perform sex acts on each other. One of the jarring moments showed in the tape was when he tied a wire around Dylan's neck and hung him. Duncan masturbated as he watched Dylan gasp for air. Yikes. That's pretty creepy. This guy's uh, this guy's bad news. I felt like I was bad news because I'm thirsty and I was listening to that going, I could go for a Shasta. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I have another video here where it talks about the uh, murder of the boy, Dylan. Oh, well, I just in, heard in it. Front... He strangled him. No, that, he, that didn't kill him. Oh, that was just he auto-erotically asphyxiated the boy? The, the boy, it, it it didn't do good things for the kid. But Obviously. he didn't die from that. And you know what, though? That's like the opposite of the way you're supposed to do it. Because, Correct. Like, you're, you're supposed, supposed to be the one jerking yourself. yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he's experimenting, this guy. He's creative. All right, video number three. Now half dead, he told Shasta to drag Dylan out of the tent and placed him beside a campfire. Duncan then accidentally shot the boy in the stomach with a sawed-off shotgun. With his guts hanging out, Duncan thought it was already too late to save Dylan. And so, he shot the poor boy in the head, completely killing him. With the film still rolling, Duncan proceeded to chop Dylan's body into little pieces. 
he then forced Shasta to throw Dylan's body parts into the fire. The devil is here, boy, the devil himself, Duncan can be heard yelling on one of the videos. The devil likes to watch children suffer and cry. This level of utter depravity was among the first that the FBI had ever come across. So this, I don't like this guy. This guy's God. bad news. So he, he murders Dylan kind of by mistake. He didn't really mean to. Yeah, but and, he didn't mean to murder him completely dead. Right. Yeah, he just he just wanted to, you know, make it so Holy he couldn't breathe shit. for a minute. All right. So then he takes the uh, the daughter Shasta. And I mean, that's a real pretty heavy accusation to make against the devil that he likes to watch kids. Suffer. Right. The devil's like, whoa, don't drag me into this shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what did I do? Come on. Yeah, we don't even know each other. Shit. So then uh, this idiot drives to a Denny's with Shasta and uh, back near her hometown. I know it'll make you feel better, little girl. Rudy so Tootie, fresh and fruit. The, the waitress, the other customers, everyone recognized her. And they called the police. And uh, without incident, he was taken into custody for this. After he was taken into custody, he decided to go ahead and admit to the murder of that Anthony Martinez in Riverside County, California. Jesus. And uh, I have some video from that trial with um, Anthony's mother, who's Diana Reed. This is my video number four. Joseph Duncan barely opened his eyes as 14 years of justice played out in a California courtroom. I don't even think of Duncan as human. Diana Reed lost her oldest son at the hands of what she calls the manifestation of evil. Duncan lured Anthony Martinez into his car, offering the little boy a dollar for help finding his lost cat. Instead, Anthony ended up in the desert, bound with duct tape, raped, and murdered. By Duncan's own account, Anthony was the third child he had killed. You know, lady, you want to solve this problem, give your kid an allowance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A dollar? Well, he needed the dollar that badly? This is bad parenting. You know, at the very base level here. A kid shouldn't want to do anything for a dollar. Thank God. This was 1996, though, Betty. A dollar oh, went a lot further back then. Yeah, that was like a can of Coke oh, yeah. and a you, bag of you chips. You two cans of Coke. Oh, it's amazing. All right, this is the, the last days. clip that I have. This is the judge in that trial explaining how evil this guy is. In 31 years of being involved in the criminal justice system, I have never met a more evil person than Joseph Duncan. Joseph Duncan, the most evil person this judge has ever encountered. And I would believe that that is probably true. This guy is a creep. He was sentenced to five life sentences without parole and uh, was going to be given the death penalty. But then he died from brain cancer on March 28th, 2021, after refusing treatment. So there you have it, Vinny. Yeah, why would you get treatment? What are you going to do? You want to stick around more for this shit? Well, they, they did perform surgery on the guy. They, they removed a tumor. I'm like, who why? the fuck is providing that surgery? Why? I, you know what they should have done? What's they should have taken that tumor out, wait for him to wake up, and then just crammed it down his throat <laughs> and watched him choke out his own fucking brain tumor. Joseph Edward Duncan III, the creepiest creep in Idaho. Uh, not so fast, Carl. What do you got, Vinny? Not so fast. What do you got? I got a guy who didn't need to go on sprees. Mm -hmm. He only needed to do one thing. Okay. That is so depraved and vile. I don't know. I don't get your sick bags, kids. Oh boy. Today I'll be talking about a situation that happened just a few months ago, Carl. This happened on a family compound in a rural area near Clark Fork, Idaho. Mm -hmm. A seventy-year-old man named David Flaggett. <laughs> okay. 
See, I'm not going to be able to stop laughing. Jesus Christ. The property caretaker went missing in September of 2021. Here's a picture of uh, good old David. Okay. An old cowboy. Yeah, he's a rancher, it looks like. Yeah, so this is a pretty rural area. It's owned by this family. The family- Oh, there's a rural area in Idaho? You don't say. It's right next to the potato farm. <laughs> His family could not find him. He went missing in September of 2021. They were a little bit worried, Carl. So the police were called by the Flaggett children. Okay. And police, after checking his house and not finding them, started searching the area. And they found his truck. A gentleman by the name of James David Russell, 39 years old, was standing by the truck wearing rubber gloves. And he had a bucket that was filled with soap and water. Okay. And he looked like he was washing the car. Good. Now, this is the missing man's truck. Do you have the car wash drop at the car wash? Or? I do not. Okay. No. Russell is a member of the family that owned the property. Mm-hmm. He apparently had had some issues with Mr. Flaggett. The family had said that he had had several past conflict-like run-ins. And that he had told the family about it. And he also said, that kid is weird and he creeps me out. Okay. Okay. David sees the cops and immediately runs into a garage that's by this area and locks himself up in the attic part of the garage. Okay. Telling the cops they're trespassing, get the fuck off my property. It's normal behavior. They found him with the truck. They wanted to question this guy. They ended up getting him down, and then they searched the truck. Short and sweet today, kids. All right. When they opened up the truck, they found Flaggett dead. Mm-hmm. Upside down, mm-hmm. wrapped in a tarp in the front passenger seat with his hands duct taped. Okay. He had no pants on. Deputies examined the condition of Flaggett's body after removing it from the truck. And according to the court documents, Flagger appeared to have had severe head trauma. And there was evidence that several areas of his body had been maimed. Hmm. After he was dead, specifically, part of his thigh and his penis was completely missing. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What it did... appeared the parts were removed after he died. Okay, good. Okay. I, I, by the way, if you're going to remove my penis, kill me first. Correct, correct. <laughs> I'm cool with and, that. And um, I think that's probably why he put him upside down in the truck. Because uh-huh. if you put like a, a man with a gaping wound where his penis used to be in the front seat, it's going to make a big make mess. Make a big mess. Yeah, so he had him upside down. Which to me shows that the guy had a little bit of common sense. He was also there cleaning a crime scene, but I just want to point that out. Okay. Carl, I have audio of the last words of David Flaggett. <laughs> my cock is gone! What do you mean? Holy Dude, stop. No, ladies, you calm down. Calm down. Calm down. So who gives a shit who gives a fuck. He also said You know what? I miss penis. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> this guy, James David, is found with the body. He keeps his mouth shut. He's arrested and charged with murder. The police get a search warrant for John David's house, and they found blood in some places, and they found evidence of, like, little pieces of meat in the kitchen area. Okay. One discovery here, they had to add a new charge mm. to the uh, to the murder. Investigators found blood and tissue in a bowl inside the microwave. <laughs> that's not how you cook human. Some of the tissue. Never microwave it. That's a shortcut that's not worth it. Some of the tissue indicated heat had been applied. They figured by look the condition of the meat that was in there that it was in there for at least one or two minutes. But there wasn't a lot of meat left. Uh, you see, there was audio from a video camera in the kitchen. Here's mm-hmm. what happened. He ate the 70-year-old man's penis. Ah! Ah! Do we know that? Ah! Yes. For sure. Why did he cook it first? 
Would you eat it raw? Uh, oh, I, I'd like, like look, look at this guy again. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, I, that's not the penis you want to eat, Carl. If you're going to eat one, don't want one that's all old and stringy. Oh, is that the problem with this, Vinny? The guy's 70, too old to eat his penis? He ate a 70-year-old. It is the fault of the wang. Well, I don't think it's funny. It's not funny. It's, it's not disgusting. Funny. Blah. So he is the first man in Idaho to ever be charged with cannibalism, and it happened last September. No shit. All right. Well, that's that's a fun one. Yeah. Witnesses report that on the day of flag, it's killing. Russell acted agitated and recently had been having mental health issues. Court documents indicated, well, at a California hospital receiving psychiatric help last May, Russell reportedly told his family he wanted to cut chunks of his skin off with a knife to cure his brain. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the Sounds family like had work. a lot of warning signs that Mr. Russell was a danger to himself or others, but still they brought him home and let him loose on this fucking property. Uh, and a trial in October was suspended following his referral to the Idaho Security uh, Medical Program, the results of which have been sealed. He did appear for a review hearing on December 28th, but he was given 180 days still in the nut hut. Like, they're keeping him under observation. This guy's fucking nuts, and he ate a 70-year-old man's dick off. That's gross. So, ladies and gentlemen, this other guy is a monster, sure. But, I mean, this guy's like fucking Gollum running around this fucking farm. Uh, he had a bad day. He, he just had a bad a day. He a 70-year-old man whose job is like, I'm just here feeding the chickens. How you doing, Did James he make David? an eight- and nine-year-old brother and sister have sex with each other? No, he did not. He I had one bad day. I don't know that he didn't. He didn't even cut the guy's penis up until after he was dead. Very nice. You heard the part about the, uh, <laughs> the, the results of which were sealed. I don't know. He might have. <laughs> he might have had something to do with 9-11 I don't know but you should vote for me at thecreepoff.com James David Russell ladies and gentlemen alright very good presentation Ugh, he Benny. ate a fucking penis I know thing. I heard you. <laughs> I get it Ugh. Carl shall we do some voicemails yes let's do voicemails the creep off voicemail segment was brought to you by the city of Syracuse Jim Beheim's wife was robbed at gunpoint by a 12 year old boy guns yet another weakness of the two three zone see you in syracuse nice well done mcbride you'd have to that, that if you're not from syracuse you might not get that one that doesn't matter it's pretty funny it's good all right uh this one just came in at very not too long ago here we go Vinny, listen to you on who are these guests with and then today i was walking up some food so of course i thought of you and started laughing again that Daniel Day Drinking Lewis line was just, it was brilliant. That was the funniest thing on the whole show. Nice. That was a good line. Thank you. Thank you. Congrats. All right. I like how you pretended like you haven't even listened to that yet. You're like, oh, this just came this in. Let's, just came let's in see what this is. Oh, oh. oh, someone complimenting me. No shit. Dude, I will tell you this. Yeah. There is like a transcript thing, like a loose transcript thing that pops yep. up. I'm familiar. And I saw Daniel Day-Lewis, so I assumed it had something to do with that, and I thought it was going to be 50-50. I was ready to take it either way. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see what else we got. Step up your game on the creep off. First of all, Carl, you weak bitch. Do your fucking consequences. You gotta Agreed. change it now. You don't do consequences two weeks within a month. You gotta spin the wheel again. And oh, we gotta up the consequences, especially for Vinny. 24 hours, live stream, locked in a room, no food. <laughs> or he's gotta do an insanity workout for an hour. <laughs> or we just feed him to Ash. 
<laughs> you know what? All three of those things would kill him. <laughs> you know what? All three. Feed him to ash is not bad. But the you like that one? Being fed to ash. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. What else we got? Hey, dudes. Uh, here's, a, here's an idea for the wheel. Keep dinner with the listener on just as a permanent fixture. Uh, I think it's just a funny consequence, and there will never be a shortage of creepy listeners to do that with. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Still okay. working on your dinner with Heather W., but oh, it's yeah. going to happen. What is going on with that? Did she ever I got, respond? I got nothing at the moment. Okay. but So maybe I should reach out to her then and see. Why don't you just say, hey, they picked you. I don't even know how I'm going to get this scheduled in our time that we're in Nashville. I got a fucking dinner. All right. We'll you know, out. I had an interesting conversation with Mr. Shuley and an interesting conversation with Dr. Steve today. Okay. And uh, might have found a venue to do a little comedy show later in the evening. Good. I like that idea. Yeah. So you might see uh, me and Mr. Shuley. <laughs> I like that idea. That's cool. Dude, he put me on the phone with High Pitch Eric the other day. I'm completely, I did not ask for this. <laughs> I walked outside and he's just like, hey, High Pitch, I'm here with this guy. He's a comedian. And, and High Pitch is like, are you a famous comedian? Who are these podcasts? The Holocaust wasn't real. And I said, uh, no, you've never heard of me. You don't want to know who I am. And I, and I walked away. Welcome to Who Are These Podcasts? White Power. All right. Here's someone who's uh, upset with Hi, us about. This is High Pitch Eric. And you're listening to Who Are These Podcasts? Chinese people smell. I'm sorry. All right. Go ahead. Vinny, Carl, I just listen to the latest uh, episode of The Creep Off, and I gotta say, I'm a tad disappointed. Don't care. You're going for the March Madness tie-in, you're going for a mad scientist or a fake doctor, yep. and neither one of you two picked Dr. J? And before <laughs> you say, what did he ever do that was creepy? A lot. Have you seen The Fish That Say Pittsburgh? There's a part in that movie where he takes a date to a playground in his Rolls Royce and makes her stand on the sidelines as he shoots baskets for an hour. What, what, what? That's a creepy motherfucker, man. But again, a little <laughs> disappointed. A star, baby. Dr. J should have been the guy. Had I been doing the creep off, I would have won. Love the show. See ya. Bullshit. Yeah. Dr. J is not a creep. What are you talking about? I don't know. I've never heard that before. That's uh, new. I don't know, Carl. News to me. Uh, here's some more advice. Uh, just FYI, regarding uh, fucking a chick with a uh, fake leg, you yeah. always want to fuck her without the leg. If somebody who's had a threesome with in a cook situation, you just have a fifth of body weight that is just dead weight. You always want to get rid of the get rid of the fake leg. That also makes it ease of it. Easier to access everything, so yeah. Uh, Beetle still suck. Just you know, always get rid of the fake leg. Fine. This guy had a two and a half some. Is that what he's telling us? He is. <laughs> hey, I have another email here. This yeah. one's from a lady. It's from uh, Jenny J. She wants to know <laughs> if anyone has any tips for making love to someone with club feet. <laughs> so. And that's the way the news goes. I think that's our voice else for this week. Great. Carl. Very uh, good. You got some music for me? I certainly do because it's time for us to have a little uh, scum parade. Do it. Because Vinny's a creep and Carl's a weirdo 
I'm not kidding around. They're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're gonna take you on a scum parade. What better place to start than Milwaukee? A Milwaukee man is facing 15 felonies accused of secretly recording people inside a gym locker room using a camera hidden in a coffee cup. Can you hide a camera in a coffee cup, Vinny? Yes. Does that sound like it'd be hidden to you? How many coffee cups have wires hanging out of them? <laughs> have you ever seen that before? I've never seen the coffee cup attached to a car battery, but I don't know if I would <laughs> yeah, be right. completely suspicious <laughs> if I did. Oh, I don't know. I just imagine like the O in the Dunkin' Donuts on the logo is just a lens coming out of it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just imagining like a Betamax camera on top of a a cop. Oh yeah, I'm just drinking my coffee, everybody. Why ah! is that cup of coffee plugged into a VCR? <laughs> <laughs> so according to a criminal complaint, a gentleman by the name of uh Pen Dong. Peng Dong. Ah, uh, listen, man. Us and Rocher, we've been getting schooled on cameras by the Asians for a long time. Yes. So maybe this is the guy who did it. Both He's like the Asian version of Anthony Weiner. Remember when uh, Anthony Weiner was uh, accused of sending out dick pics? And he's like, oh, they're just doing that because my name is Weiner. Like, that was his defense on The Daily Show. This is the same thing. He's just like, oh, okay, yeah, Peng Dong. I'm the one filming everyone's dick. What, because my last name's Dong? Just because I'm a camera expert and an engineer. Right. <laughs> and very jealous of your giant fetuses. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> So the cops showed up on Christmas Eve last year for a report that a man was recording inside the men's locker room. When officers found the coffee cup, one noted, it contained a black plastic insert with a thin red and black electrical wire, according mm -hmm. to the criminal complaint. The officer noted the wires appeared to match the connector that was attached to the underside of the coffee cup lid. According to the complaint, Dong allegedly later told police the camera records video, which is saved on an SD card stored in the coffee cup lid. Fucking pervy genius. Yeah, right? I mean, I, honestly, I don't know how he didn't get busted sooner, but... The Wisconsin Athletic Club sent an email to members Thursday saying that the Wisconsin Athletic Club takes the safety of their members very seriously. It is clearly stated in our clubs that the use of video is prohibited in our locker room. It is subject to the state local law. So they arrested this guy for doing this, and then they sent out a thing saying, we take no responsibility because we told everybody they're not allowed to film. Well, Dong tried to say he was filming because gym members were stealing from him, but yeah. the police said Chad Zumach does not belong to that gym. Chad isn't even allowed in Wisconsin. He's not even allowed in Wisconsin, so that can't be the case. Yep. Sorry, Dong. So uh, let's keep moving on, shall we? Yep. Carl, we've been talking a lot lately about delivery drivers. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is not a Grubhub driver, a DoorDash no. driver. This guy was working directly for the Noid, a Domino's driver. Mm -hmm. Cyrus Warren, 21, has been charged with three felonies in connection to various incidents between December 2021 and February 2022. Okay. He is now a former Domino's delivery driver, and he is a registered sex offender. He's been arrested in northern Colorado on a slew of charges that he stalked two young girls and attempted to break into their homes. He's been charged with stalking, attempted first-degree trespass, both felonies, following a series of alleged incidents. Uh, after about a month, Warren reportedly began working for Domino's. He had delivered a pizza to this customer's home mm -hmm. in this apartment complex and was met by the family's young teenage daughter at the door. Yep. On December 22nd, Warren allegedly delivered another pizza to the same home. This time, the suspect was met by the family's younger daughter, whom he asked for a hug after checking to see if her parents were home. Yeah. 
So far, I'm not hearing anything that's illegal. He he hugged a little girl. Also, why are these children answering the door for the Domino's guy? Can an adult get the pizza? You would think that that would probably be the way to do it. I would think so. So, hey, are your parents home? You want to give me a hug? Yeah. Fucking weird. And this is like a little He hugged kid. her and then he went away. It's fine. Yeah, but then he came back. According to police, after allegedly picking her up, Fort Collins police said... Warren then gave the child a note offering his contact information and babysitting services. She might need babysitting services. I think this is uh, a class act. The next day, Warren allegedly sexually assaulted an adult female victim that is believed to be an acquaintance of the suspect. Right. So, in other words, see, this is where the story gets real weird. Yeah. Because this is a non sequitur. This has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's just in there. He got handsy with some chick who he knows, and she knows him well enough to go on a date with him. And then she decided that she didn't really like him that much anymore. And so she's like, oh, you got handsy with me. No, that's not what happened. Yep. That is what happened. They agreed to hang out at a specific location. Warren picked picked her up and then drove her to a different secluded location and sexually assaulted her. Right. He went to make out point is where they went, Vinny. They went to make out point. And then she's like, your breath kind of stinks. No, he went to rape alley. No, no. Make out point. Make out point. They're listening to the oldies station. They're trying to have a good time. Only have so far, the creepiest you. thing this guy has done is deliver Domino's pizza. All right? Fucking yuck. That's the only thing that I'm the disappointed The a criminal. About. He's a menace. <laughs> so far. He's a hero bringing pizza to people. Uh, the victim eventually escaped and later contacted police. Uh, more than a month later on February 7th, Warren returned to the Village Garden Apartments where those, where those kids lived. Right. This time in plain clothes. When the younger daughter answered the door, Warren asked again if her parents were home before requesting to use the bathroom. So we showed up for a play date. The young girl denied Warren entry before closing and locking the door. But the suspect persisted, knocking on the door several more times afterward. Oh, no. He was knocking on a door? Lock him up. God, you libertarian bullshit. Lock him up. Wow. A short time later, the family's tweed daughter saw the door handle moving as if someone was trying to enter the home. Oh, no. He was trying to enter the home by opening the door that was locked, and it didn't work? Oh, do oh, not, bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> I don't think this guy's guilty of anything so far. He's trying to get into the house with his children. He needs to use the bathroom, Vinny. <laughs> In Tuesday's release, the victim's family later contacted Domino's about Warren's behavior. Oh, so now they're going to rat him out yeah. to his employer. Yeah, he just showed up at someone's house, like, can I use your bathroom? And then was, like, persistently trying to get in, banging on the door and trying the door to get in. It's cancel culture. This is fucking cancel culture, man. I lived through this. I know what this is like. Oh, let's get him fired from his job. We don't like him very much. It's bullshit. Can't go with you on this one. This <laughs> no, you don't like Cyrus? I do not I think like Cyrus him. seems cool. I do not like <laughs> Cyrus Warner. <laughs> That's what they learned that Warren had quit his job on December 23rd, the same day he allegedly assaulted the acquaintance. The police chief said they are extremely grateful and proactive. They appreciate Domino's for uh, assisting, letting him know that, yeah, he was there, but he doesn't work for Domino's anymore. He's a sex offender. This guy's a convicted sex offender. The suspect has shown a disturbing pattern of behavior, and we won't stop until every other victim is an opportunity to seek justice, the police department said. If you have any information, if you have been raped by a Domino's pizza man... (laughs) You need to call Detective Julia Chenoweth. There's no shame in getting... getting by a Domino's delivery man, all right? 2645, if you've been assaulted by Cyrus Warren, 
and let me know how the pizza was. See, this is such a non-story that they even have to say, like, we don't, he didn't do anything wrong. So if he, if you know that he did something wrong, let us know, because then we want to like say that he did something wrong. Dude, this story is completely creepy. This guy's a registered sex offender, and Domino's hired him. He's running around and he's asking kids to hug him. He's going back to the houses trying to get in. This guy's a creep, dude. Not buying it. Seems like, seems like oh. a good dude. Seems like he just misunderstood. Okay, let's talk about another person who's misunderstood. Okay. Carl, how did your dad motivate you as a kid? You know what he did, Vinny's? He took the braces off my legs and he, and he threw a frisbee. He said, go get it. Did he really? No. <laughs> you were fucking I'm not dog. the family dog, you asshole. Did he really? <laughs> did, he, did he scratch you behind your ears and say, you can do it, boy? Who's a good son? Not you. Oh, he taped me to the bumper and just see how fast I could go. Closer. A New Jersey dad has been charged with the murder and the death of his six-year-old son after he allegedly forced the boy to run on a treadmill because he was, quote, too fat. Okay. What? Listen, I'm with Ash here. When is it too fat? <laughs> what is too fat? Come on. According to the report, Christopher Greger, 29 of Monroe in Middlesex County, has already been charged with child endangerment in April 2021, but was arrested Wednesday on the murder rap. Authorities have not released the name of his son, but an obituary cited the name uh, Corey Michelow is the name of the kid, apparently. He died April 2nd, 2021. At the time, the Ocean County Medical Examiner's Office determined that Corey died as a result of blunt force trauma. Okay, so that has nothing to do with the treadmill. Keep going. Greger was charged with the danger of the welfare of a child on July 7, 2021, and later released from the Ocean County Jail in Toms River, according to the news outlet. But after the additional investigation, he was arrested on a homicide charge because footage came out from the Atlantic Heights Clubhouse at the fitness center. Apparently, someone had a coffee cup camera in Yeah, I know. Room. So now video's okay in the gym all of a sudden? This is fine. Okay. <laughs> Dong was there with his coffee cup yeah. camera. And this guy basically made the kid run on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. And the dad kept increasing the speed. And the kid kept falling down and, like, smashing his head and his chest on the, the machine. Like, he just kept face planted. Yeah, he was increasing the speed to the point where the kid couldn't keep up. Yeah. Now, I want to say this, Vinny. This is called being a father, okay? Think about Tiger Woods' father. Let's say that we let's say we had footage of what Tiger Woods' father put him through growing up, or any like Olympic athlete, the training that they did as children. If you were watching this go on, you'd probably I saw say King Richard, arrest Will Smith now. You'd say the same thing. You'd be like, Holy shit. This is child abuse. No, he's creating a world-class athlete. This kid's into hockey. He wants to be a goalie. The, the father's just trying to get him prepared for this. Well, you know, they always say that, like, nature takes care of the run and the litter because this fucking kid couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle he it. He was a little kid. He was, just like, six years old, and uh, he just died. <laughs> By the way, this, this is a New York Post article. Yeah. It's all speculation, and all the information they have on here is based on the mother, Brianna's, Facebook page. I'm not even making that up. Everything is like, and then Bree posted this, and here's a photo that she posted, and then she posted that I dropped my son off, and, and now he's dead. And I, I don't know what happened, but I, I'm blaming the father, and well, now the father's arrested. Medical experts, after looking at this video, they came in and said, yeah, this is what caused the kid's death. Yeah, because Did the mom was being the uppity bitch on Facebook. Did the guy she would shut up kid, about it. Did the guy have to make this poor kid run all day long? Yes! The little doughy motherfucker's got to deal with this. He's not even He's fat. already dealing with the divorce. The kid's not even fat, by the way. Listen, you saw if, the photos. if your parents are dealing with a divorce, you might want to eat your feelings. You might get a little chubby for a little bit, but you'll grow out of it. You'll grow out <laughs> of no, it. No, you won't. No, you not won't. Not everyone does, Vinny. Look in your way, buddy. Not everyone grows out of it. 
wish my parents were divorced. <laughs> Fuck. Did, did you pick up on that, though? This is yes. horrible reporting. It is horrible it's reporting. It's literally like, and then Brie wrote on Facebook this, and then she posted this photo, and then it's like, not, they don't get the father's side at all. There's no quotes from the other attorney or anything. It's just like, well, this guy's obviously did something. They don't even know what it was. They have no idea. I, I really think you're a problem. We have footage from a treadmill incident, from Carl, a gym, from months before this. Who gives let, a shit? What does that mean? Carl Doesn't is prove never going to be on a jury. Oh, no, Carl. no, I definitely will Never not be. Make it on a <laughs> How do you feel about victim blaming? I love it. I have I hours it. of it on tape. <laughs> do you have an iPhone? <laughs> Open up Apple Podcast. Yep. All right, so uh, you're going to hate this last story then, don't you? This story is rough. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say about this one. Yeah, I don't have a lot to add on this one. We just talked about a creepy father. Let's talk about a creepy kid. Holy fucking shit. A lawsuit in connection with a Wisconsin girl accused of killing a baby in a daycare in 2018 has been tossed out. Now, the lawsuit was uh, filed in December 2020, and it accused the Chippewa County Department of Human Services and their director, along with the foster care coordinator and Jane Doe social workers, for not giving enough warning that the child was a threat to other children. So this kid was in a, apparently in the foster care system and was also being dropped off at a daycare with other kids. Okay. Which means that this child... You know, it was in the care of people who were paying someone else to watch them because they had jobs or whatever. Foster parents are just like regular parents. You sure. Know? And if you're foster kids, obviously don't touch them, but good on you because a lot of fucking kids need homes and it's a good thing to do. What's going on right now, Vinny? What's happened to Dude, you? Dude, I really feel for those kids, man. <laughs> I feel for those kids. Jesus Christ. What's happening? <laughs> I'm, I'm your sandbagging you, you son of a bitch. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. I feel that... Children Without Homes is a very sad Vinny, topic. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. I thought this was the show by creeps for creeps. V-I-N-N-Y. V-I-N-N-Y. So, Vinny, the case got thrown out. Yeah, by the way, if you can't sue a daycare for your baby being stopped to well, I didn't death. get there yet, but it wasn't the daycare. She was suing the county for the county not warning them that this kid was dangerous at the daycare. Oh, I so, thought they were suing the daycare. I thought that was what uh, some of the people were. Because so, wasn't it people working at the daycare they were suing? No, it was the social workers that like put this kid into the fall. Well, then care. sue them, too. Of course you can sue them. The incident in question occurred <laughs> at a tilted licensed daycare. Could you please turn that off? <laughs> it's distracting you. <laughs> the girl, who's 10 years old at the time, is being charged as an adult for first-degree intentional homicide. Why is a 10-year-old awesome. being charged as an adult? They never explain that either. What the fuck is that all about? Since when can you just decide to charge a 10-year-old as an adult? This girl went to the baby's crib, yeah. dropped the baby, mm -hmm. and then stomped the baby's head Yes, in so hard there's shoe prints. She stopped the baby's head into, from 3D to 2D. <laughs> That's how much she stopped this baby. And then <laughs> she put the baby back in the fucking crib mm -hmm. and went outside to play. Yeah. Yeah. This is a psycho. <laughs> and now the parents of this baby who left the baby in this daycare are like, I think we should sue people. They're like, no, you can't sue anyone for that. Not the county. Can't sue the county. That's crazy. Well, I feel so bad for this father because the dad was like, listen, I'm 38 years old. I've wanted a son my entire life. I finally had a kid. You know, he's not oh, one of these. Oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they put the baby down for a nap at 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. She said the 10-year-old and two 6-year-olds who attended the daycare arrived from school, played outside while the infant slept. The uh, person who ran the daycare admitted that the children, which also included the two... Uh, Two other two-year-olds were in and out of the house for short periods of time while the baby slept. She also noted she spotted the 10-year-old sitting by herself close to a bay window in the kitchen on the day in question. So this kid just acted like kind of mopey, but this this woman didn't check on this child. She just let the baby sleep, and yeah. this kid stomped it to death. Yes, correct. It's a, it's a horrible story. I don't really quite understand what's going on here. This 10-year-old is being charged as an adult, so we will follow this case. I don't know. What do you do with a fucking monster like this? I never want to talk about this case again. If you, you want to follow it, go for it. I'm asking Jesus. you, though. What do you do with a monster like this? Uh, put her down. Put her down. She's not. She's. Do they have the death penalty? <laughs> Maybe. That would They're be interesting. With an adult. That's true. It's being charged with an adult. Could they put her to death? That'd be pretty cool. I'd sign up for that. I'd be good on this one, I think. If they put her to death, all those kids at that daycare would be like. Yeah. So the suspect is currently housed at the Northwestern Regional Juvenile Detention Center. Her case remains in adult court. That's all I know. And there's audio from the day of the incident. Splat! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Creep Off, everybody. I hope you had a good time. What a fun time this was today. Uh, don't forget. The, we really uh, made up for that week that we didn't talk about child molestation or murder. <laughs> We really made up for it this week. Yeah, we got a, a guy ate a seventy-year-old's dick. <laughs> we got incest. Yeah, we had forced incest. We had yeah. all sorts of good, all shit sorts today. of fun stuff. What today. a fun, what a fun show we chose for ourselves. Sure huh? did. Uh, thank you for supporting us, folks. All of you Patreon members, uh, our merry marchers, our creepomaniacs, Kazaroos, and most importantly, my true believers. Thank you all for your support, Cuz. Cuzaroo! As always, a shout out and a thank you to our pal Gangrenously. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Tucker Dixon, great job. And uh, Dave from Canada, who is doing a great job of cutting up clips for us. And you can check out a bunch of exclusive funny clips from every show on Rumble. Why is that exclusive? Because I put it over there to give people a reason to go to fucking Rumble. I'm uh, trying to get us the fuck away from YouTube. Got it. Got it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia. May your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures. Ciao, Bella.